What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Before we begin, I'm going to ask you to please share the show. Also, I would love to connect with some of the people that listen to this show. My Instagram handle is X, E-C-K-Z. Please reach out to me. I would love to connect with you. Let's get started. In our own way, we're all going after success. We're all trying to progressively realize an ideal we've defined as worthy. Everyone is entitled to defining that for themselves. I'm not here to posit a specific definition of success for you. What I'd like to talk about today is the road to getting there, wherever there is for you, and what to expect. And I know you've heard this before, success is not a straight line, but how much of that conscious knowing is actually internalized? Are you really up for the trials and tribulations of the road to success? Can you recognize you're succeeding even when you experience failure? Does your mind retain the peace and serenity when times of uncertainty mount on that road to achievement? When it doesn't look like that you're on the way at all? When it doesn't look like it to anyone else around you and they share their doubts? Does your mind and body continue to keep that internal knowing of the nature of the pathway to success that is often littered with short-term signals of the exact opposite of success, with red flags? Does your faith support your mind enough to have that firm knowing despite what the current rough terrain under your feet looks like, feels like? I know I happen to experience being shaken from that uncertainty despite the intellectual part of me recognizing this nature of success, of realizing the pinnacle of my pursuit. My mind understands that dynamic, but my body still feels shaken by the uncertainty. At times, there's still a part of me that gives into the doubt and the uncertainty enough for it to disturb my core and demands care and attention and simmering to bring it back and integrate that intellectual knowing of the nature of success and its turbulence. It's almost like there is a disconnect between the well-known, almost trite understanding of the seesaw of success, the roller coaster of success, trite enough to not have any novel substance to it anymore because it's so well understood and recognized universally, but still, there is this internal part of us that it doesn't reach, this knowing. This internal part of us that without the knowing, stunts or keeps many of us from beginning to reach for success in the first place. While we all have the universal understanding that success is not linear and often has twists and turns along the way. We know this because the nature of every good movie 
is this dynamic, this story, the hero's journey. The hero is usually fed up of where he is. He goes on a venture after a goal to change where he is, has a plan of action, experiences slight success in the beginning, hits a wall of reality and realizes his plan is insufficient, readjusts, faces the demons and the disappointments along the way, eventually reaches his goal, but most importantly, emerges transformed. The nature of success and its ups and downs is abundantly known and acknowledged enough to be the fabric of all good and memorable stories. And yet, we fail to go on our own hero's journey. Because we can only see ourselves in it. And the ups and downs last longer than watching it in a concise movie. We fail to recognize that we too are just acting out the sliver of our journey that is to become our movie. Just a small part of the entire book of our life. But we experience such strong emotions of doubt and discouragement that causes us to seize all efforts towards our worthy ideals, towards our own definition of success. Because while in it, we always think we're on the last chapter. Even after conscious understanding of that trite nature of success, the universal understanding of the ups and downs of success, even with that conscious understanding of it, we fail to apply it to ourselves and too often live out less than what we are capable of because of the risk that we fail to assess as temporary. We fail to remember all failure and all success is temporary and just a stepping scene in our movie, a single page in our book. What happens tomorrow is to be seen. As long as we manage today as optimally as we can. Tomorrow can be influenced, but much of it remains unseen. And that is the obvious transient nature of life circumstances that we experience while expending effort on this road to success. And I myself also find myself struggling to internalize this, even though I consciously understand it. Because of some of my human attachment or the need of my ego to grasp onto the good times and avoid the bad, a totally unnatural and unreasonable expectation that stops more daring to be great than anything else. And that is our unwillingness to truly accept what we understand consciously. That nothing is held, but only experienced. And the higher the highs, the lower the lows. But most of us end up settling for the middle. We dare little, expand little. To only risk sinking little breaking a little. And that, unfortunately, sets the lukewarm temperature of the existence we experience. When times are good, we have to remember this and not attach our pride to our achievements. And on the flip side, when the pendulum swings to the bad times, we must not forget to take solace in the beauty of seasons. 
there's this story of Solon, who was a philosopher and a legislator in Athens, who was known for his wisdom, his morals, his humility, who used the king at the time, Croesus, to impart some timeless wisdom that came to be known as Solon's warning, Solon's warning. The legend goes that the king Croesus, who was known for his opulence and his extravagance, once visited Solon, who was unimpressed by the king's displays of wealth. Solon didn't care or even slightly admire all the wealth that surrounded the king, which irked the king and motivated him to extract some acknowledgement from Solon. The king asked Solon, Have you ever known a man happier than me? So Solon cited the life of a man who led a noble existence and died in battle. The king persisted, and Solon gave similar examples of heroic men who died in battle. The king now, annoyed and craving validation, asked Solon point blank, Do you not consider me the happiest man of all? And Solon's exact response was, The observation of the numerous misfortunes that attend all conditions forbids us to grow insolent upon our present enjoyments or to admire a man's happiness that may yet, in course of time, suffer change. For the uncertain future has yet to come with all the variety of future and him only to whom the divinity has guaranteed continued happiness until the end we may call happy. Solon used a lot of words to say what we know and what was later paraphrased by Yogi Berra. It ain't over till it's over, champ. And it ain't over till a fat lady sings. His point being that real happiness and success can only be identified once the end has come. As with the course of time, any situation may yet suffer change. For we can be tricked by good fortune, and that which came can also go away. The story goes on with the king's life that actually ended up taking a turn when he lost the battle to the Persian king, Cyrus. He was then King Croesus was about to be burned alive, and in the last minutes, he was screaming, and he screamed out, Solon, you were right. And Cyrus, the Persian king, became curious and asked Croesus of his invocations to Solon and learned about Solon's warning, which impressed Cyrus so much that he spared Croesus' life. The takeaway is that we are fooled into taking the present as a representative of the future. We tend to discount randomness and luck and shifts of fortune. And that is in either direction, up or down. The future has yet to be determined. You can't claim victory until it's over. Nor should you accept defeat. And that is the reminder your mind needs to provide your body on the road to success. That it ain't over. I went down this mental pathway as a response to this lack of complete knowing inside of me 
and being shaken and having a shaken belief after a casual conversation the other day. My mother, who knows of this podcast, said to me casually, does it make you money? Do you get anything out of it? People have so many things to listen to nowadays. There's only a point of doing it if people listen. And listen, no one owes you any belief when you haven't given them a reason to believe. I'll talk about this on a different podcast, but don't expect people around you to believe in you if you haven't manifested the reasons for them to believe. No one owes you, not even your parents, your spouse owe you belief. Do not expect it. It's an unhealthy thirst. And although I intellectually know how this podcast fits into the vision of what I'm trying to accomplish in life, but still, on top of the difficulty of sharing your vision in the first place, it is hard to translate to someone like my mother who comes with preconceived notions and maybe some lack of ability to conceptualize the world in a way that can take all of this into account and think about it in a long-term way. I can't expect her to understand And I also acknowledge that with my mind. But a part of me still feels shaken from her casual doubt. And maybe that's the reason for this episode. As a reminder from my mind to my inner self to find firmness in that knowing. A reminder of what success looks like if you just take a small snapshot of it in time. It can look unprecedented or unimpressive. And all of it temporary. And yeah, of course, when we doubt, we're using our minds in the wrong way and letting our thoughts go unsupervised to find evidence for support of that doubt. And then that compounds. And I definitely have evidence to support her doubt and to go down that whirlwind. I heard Tony Robbins on the Breakthrough Challenge the other day say that he was so obsessed with helping people that he knew his words would die on his lips if he didn't figure out a way to get himself out there. And I definitely have evidence for not supporting myself in the same way that may cause my words to die on my lips, that cause and give me enough reason to build on the doubt of an outsider. And I haven't done as much as I can to promote this podcast, and if I really want to help people, and I do, If I really want these words and the effort that I put into them to not die in the sea of noise readily available at your fingertips, and I don't want that, then I have to figure out a way on how to play more of an effective part in growing the audience for the show, to reach more people in hopes of touching more hearts. But again, the only way that I'd even get there and take the shot at that success or stick with the effort long enough for this humble beginning to not matter is by seeking evidence for the opposite. Again, if we let our thoughts go unsupervised, we can find evidence to support the doubt. Or you can find and govern those thoughts and look for evidence for why that doubt is unfounded or has little significance in the grand scheme of life, in the grand scheme of things. 
how with diligent effort, I can make up for what hasn't happened yet with what is about to happen. The reality is that life is long, but we live it short. And we sign up for things, risk it, and give up on pursuing success or that ideal faster than we should because we have a limited perspective of this knowing in the forefront of our minds and our hearts. And at the first sign of failure or negativity or discouragement, we shrink. And the ultimate power of that actually comes from counting on the longevity that life provides. Those that succeed more than others have a longer-term view than those that don't. And the highest paid are those who work in the longest sales cycles, nurture long-term relationships, and think through the bend around the fog. They think longer-term than other people. The person with the willingness to run an ultra-marathon isn't discouraged by what happens on the first leg of the race because he knows there is more left to go. And that knowing gives a different level of confidence to your stride. There is a Taoist story called Maybe that goes something like this. An old farmer who had worked on his crops for many years, one day his horse ran away. And upon hearing the news, his neighbors came to visit. Such bad luck, they said sympathetically. Maybe the farmer replied. The next morning, the horse returned, bringing with it three other wild horses. How wonderful, the neighbors exclaimed. Maybe, replied the old man. The following day, his son tried to ride one of those untamed horses, was thrown, and broke his leg. The neighbors again came to offer their sympathy for his misfortune. Maybe, answered the farmer. The day after, military officials came to the village to draft young men into the army. Seeing that the son's leg was broken, they passed him by. The neighbors congratulated the farmer on how well things turned out for him. Maybe, said the farmer. The moral of the story is, are these good times or bad times? It's what you choose to focus on and believe. It's both. And it's neither. A snapshot isn't a fair judgment of the story left to unfold. And this is the lever to power. The lever to perspective. And it is Solon's warning used from a positive angle. A sort of Solon's promise in his warning. What goes up must come down. Every dog has his day and everything flips back around. And if we can find a way to internalize that realization, we take more risks, simmer doubts, understand that success simmers and doesn't come to a boil under intense heat in a linear fashion. It oscillates. And if we truly internalize that, we'd actually get closer to realizing our potential despite the uncertainty. See, life is long. You have all the time in the world to fail, try again, fail, build an empire, 
burn it down, build it again. All those moments while going through them always feel like the unclimbable mountain in front of us. With this perspective in mind, we can keep climbing, keep striving, take the peaks with the valleys, and just enjoy the journey of becoming a hero. Success and transformation might just be around the corner. Maybe. Love you, family. See you on the next show.